Hey everyone, it's Lauren and Mark. We got another great edition of the Loose Slugs Racing Podcast for you. We're meeting up with Chase Motorsports to announce their 2023 plans. Really excited about this one. Uh, some champions meeting up together. They got a great pedigree teaming up there. Hope you enjoy it. All right. We're on site with the Chase Motorsports crew. Uh, Mark, looking forward to this one here. Big announcement for 2023. Something uh, different from the past here. Uh, first, Dennis, I want to talk about last year. Had Brazen in the car the last few years. I feel like the last time we made an announcement with you, there was a lot of excitement, not a lot of expectations. I feel like you guys blew the expectations out of the water. Yeah, I, I don't know. This year, this year never went perfect or we got like the tires changed a little bit and we just never seemed to catch up and then there'd be little problems or something and we just we didn't qualify as good as I expected and um it was nothing against Brayson we just as a team we just didn't do what we expected still finish with a couple of wins top yeah. three in points top five both years with Brayson in the car so pretty good season still yeah I, I mean, I don't know. I'm a championship guy, so if we didn't win the championship, that's failure to me. So, but um, yeah, that I I think year one we exceeded expectations, and year two we didn't meet them. It's the easiest way to say it. So, now the traveling car, you actually had more issues with that. That was the <laughs> headache on your side of the year, wasn't it? Well, we just I don't know. Yeah, we just well, I ended up running Chad a lot, and then we ended up destroying it. So. And we're in the process of rebuilding it. So, um, but it'll be back on the track next year, and hope to do more traveling. Um, last year we, you know, we went to the Dells to the icebreaker and qualified really good and raced decent, and then went to Slinger and got in through the last chance race. And I don't know. We just once we got the Gacana, we never. I never felt like we got good, so I, I didn't feel like we needed to travel. You know, we were struggling at Kakana to me, and then, um, you know, we never went back to the Dells or anything. We went to Oktoberfest and got in a late race accident and decided to pull out for the weekend, and I, I don't know. It just, and then putting Chad in the car, and, you know, basically there were so few cars at Kakana, I just wanted to run two cars to support the club and, you know, get more information. Uh, what was in Chad's car was a little different setup when we were doing some experimental stuff in there. And at times that one ran a little bit better, but still not where we wanted to be. And But got a lot of information. I had a, kind of a neat set of shocks on that, but now them are lost and we're trying to replace some of that stuff. So it, it was more about getting information. You know, even at this local level, it, the information from setups is, I mean, it changes week to week. <laughs> you, we had a lot of little different stuff in that car, different stuff that I wanted to, you know, in 2023, I thought would be better. And I think we learned some stuff, but we also, in any process, you learn stuff that makes you go backwards also. And that's just part of the process. I couldn't see the total accident from last year in that traveling car, but I got down to the pits and it almost brought me to tears. What was salvageable on that that car? That was uh, heartbreaking to see. Uh. <laughs> and how was the process going of rebuilding it? Um, 
what was salvageable from the dash back the chassis is all right and there's a fuel cell it basically is <laughs> everything else is being replaced anything suspension wise bolt-on wise is all going to be replaced I've been through this kind of before, and if you reuse anything, it ends up breaking anyway. So in the long run, you're just better off putting all new stuff on. Um, I mean, even down to the dash, everything is be being replaced. So. But the safety part of it worked out. Yeah, Chad was perfectly fine. That's the most important you know, part is the safety part. Would, we didn't even... Um, he wasn't even sore the next day. Julie and I both checked on him you know, the next three, four days. And that was, you know, yeah, it's going to be very costly and very, you know, um, time-wise it's a lot, but, you know, Chad was all right. And that's, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, when you came down, yeah, this is horrible. But really, I never even got mad. This is this is a stupid game we play, you know. <laughs> It can happen anytime. It can happen back-to-back -back weeks. It is what it is. It's about once every three years for me. And um, it was just one of them deals, you know. It happens. I, the longer I get in it, you just accept that. I mean, helping Wayne now and, you know, this this will make me pretty busy on Thursday nights with, you know, what we're going to announce. And I, I don't know. I, I really love it. I do I want to win. I want to win championships. I want to win features. And that's why we keep doing this stuff. So hopefully we can do a little more traveling. And, you know, that will be, you know, Max hasn't traveled much. So this will be a year to, you know, build and get a foundation and see what happens, you know, get to know each other. And that'll be a lot of fun. You get your expectations got to be a little bit different. You know, I've been at the top and... I got to kind of start over too. <laughs> so you kind of alluded it to let uh, Wayne in on the action here, Maxwell. Let's uh, I'll give you the honors of announcing what you're doing in tw well, 2023. In 23, um, Maxwell Schultz will be driving the 47 cars, the travel and the WI car. Um, it's kind of in a partnership with Nick Van and his businesses. Um, I'll let him go through his businesses. Um, I'll be crew chiefing and spotting to start and, um, with Nick, um, Max's crew will basically be coming and helping on the 47. We have, you know, Scott Bloomquist has helped me for years. We'll still be involved. Wayne is, Pascal is coming to the shop yet, and he'll be racing his quarter mile late model. I mean, we'll talk to him later. I spot for, and crew chief for that too. So Thursday nights is gonna be very busy for me, but I, I don't know, that's, kind of how I'm wired. I'd rather have too much than not enough. What are the challenges of having all that? I was going to get to Nick here, but we'll get to Nick in just a moment. But you just said something. It's, it's going to be very busy. How are you going to, because now there's going to be an added thing, I think, to your plate. You have experience bringing in a couple of cars to the track, helping Wayne on the same night, but yeah. I feel like you're going to be even more involved than you were in the past. Like I said, I function better like that, I feel. Um, the spotting thing is... I never, ever wanted to spot. Um, Wayne needed a spotter, and I'm like, well, I'll try it. And he actually encourages me. He, I don't know, he makes me feel that I'm better than I really am. 
Um, but it, it's, I want to do it more because I want to get better at it. it. It's like a huge challenge to me. Um, the crew chiefing part of it is what I love. I will never drive one of these things. I've owned Super Lace for, I think, 13 years now. I've never driven it forward or back, even in a shop. <laughs> I have no desire to drive <laughs> at all. I tried driving, like, 1996-ish, and I hated it. I, I literally hate driving. So, it's not for me. <laughs> we'll pull uh, Nick and Maxwell in here. Uh, you mentioned it's a partnership with you, Nick, uh, kind of coming together to put Maxwell in the car. Tell us about what your thought process was during this. Uh, kind of funnily, but not funny, Dennis and I started talking through that crash he's talking about. Um, I had some involvement in that racing deal, and uh, Dennis and I had a good conversation, and uh, I've always admired what the 47 car has brought in terms of integrity and quality of racing to WIR. And we kind of made a deal together, and uh, I've been good friends with Max for a short period of time. I was lucky enough to buy his super late model from him and his uh, dad a couple years ago. And uh, one thing I am is Dennis and Max and everybody that we're talking right now is we're huge competitors, and uh, I want to win. Uh, my dream has always been to win a feature at WR, the super late model. I've been lucky to be pretty fortunately successful at a couple other divisions we've raced there. And one thing I've been missing is is just to be able to have a whole team um, behind me. And I'm a pretty small team, you know, I'm very lucky that, you know, I have some financial resources that are able to make me have what I need to be successful. But time and, and uh, resources are the hardest two things to find in racing. And um, I think this whole venture is going to allow uh, myself and, and my team to have a good shot at winning a race. Um, and that's my big thing. I'm not going out there to win a championship. But Dennis is a guy I respect greatly, and spotting uh, for me is uh, an interesting adventure because I'm very emotional, and I think that having a guy like Dennis on the other ear telling me when I need to shut up and listen <laughs> is going to be good, um, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, and still having Max, who's been a Super League Mount champion at WR and kicked some ass for quite a while here in his own um, team, just looking forward to seeing you know what we can do all together and whether we're over projecting or under projecting I'm just excited to see what we can do um, together and my goal is that Max and I are racing side by side and racing for features together so I think we have the tools to do it just uh, for me seeing how we're all going to mesh together is what I'm excited about. Maxwell, you're going to be the driver of the 47. Uh, he just mentioned you're a champion. You won the championship uh, in 2021. Also have two red, white, and blue championships, 2014, shared with Brett Piontek, and also in 2019. In addition to that, Chase Motorsports, two-time weekly champion, 18 and 19 back-to-back, -back, and then two red, white, and blues, 16 and 21. Uh, might be obvious about what's intrigued you about this opportunity, but we have to ask you as well. Yeah, I mean, it's the... With taking the year off last year, it uh, you always want to kind of get back in the car, and you, I find out that break was nice, but when you're at this age, you still want to go back racing, and that was our plan. That was we were going to race our car full time, and then this all kind of kind of came about, and yeah, I mean to be getting in good cars, good equipment, good teams, you know, that's going to be something. Being able to be able to travel and experience that, and you know, but 
we want the we want the came back and got anybody else's car if we didn't think we could go win a championship in them and that's what it's all about you know we're not gonna that was our plan with the others with mike's with our car and it's not going to change with this one so looking forward to it it's uh it'll be it'll be different i mean my dad and i have done kind of our own thing for i've been racing since my 25th year will be my 25th year you know just in everything all together so it'll be different just kind of getting to know each other but i uh it's gonna be good they mentioned you haven't traveled a, a whole lot um Looking into the schedule a little bit, tell us a little bit what you're looking forward to traveling and what you think that will do to help you propel during the weekly stuff as well. Yeah, I mean, we didn't, we've ran the cross a couple of times, Dell's once, and we just, we've always wanted to travel, just with Dad and I with the, with the shop and even the crew help, not everybody can get away to travel, so we've always wanted to do it, it just doesn't work with, you know, when we run Thursday's work because it's, you know, we still kind of got the weekends and, but... It just works with the work schedule you know that's always that's always come before before racing so it'll be exciting to get to the dells um i think we're trying to do uh the life of five or you know see how that all goes see the first couple and kind of play that by ear and maybe do the stars race at madison and some of the, the dixieland and some stuff like that so i'm looking forward to it fest i ran fest a bunch of times i haven't ran since 16 um and uh we ran decent there sometimes but once again and we haven't ran there enough, you know, or you're kind of going there on your own and trying to learn. And with them being there enough, you know, you feel like you kind of got a leg up than going back with what we had, you know, especially being gone for so long. I mean, even being all the, I mean, I helped Nick last year, and but we didn't, you didn't race a full year or whatever. Like this sport, if you're out of it for six months, you get behind, you know, so being, being able to go to these places and, with somebody that already has a notebook, I feel it's going to be a learning experience for a couple because I haven't been in these places, but uh, I feel we'll uh, pick up pretty fast and I'm excited for that. You just alluded to it. You put the crew chief hat on for Nick Van last year. Tell us about your experience on that. And then when you are finished driving, which might be a little ways down the road, is that something you see yourself doing? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I think Nick and I, we had a good, you know, it's been it's been good and it's going to continue, you know, that is going to help them. I'll still be there. Like it's, it's a, it's a group effort. You know, it's not, it's, you know, we're still going to have our car together. Nick has his, Dennis has his, but it's almost going to be an umbrella of three, three groups working together, you know? So that's, that's what's, you know, you have the more heads and more brains thinking together, hopefully, you know, rising tide, you know, lifts all ships, something like that, you know? <laughs> so it's one of those where I, I enjoyed it. I'm still going to enjoy it. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, down in the future, if it's down the road, I can see myself doing that. But right now, I would like to do the the driving a little bit more over the the crew chiefing stuff. You know, I just feel like I can still do it pretty decent, so I want to keep doing it. Dennis, uh, we asked him about traveling, what that um, does to your level of competition weekly. You've been a guy who's traveled and done weekly for a long time now. What does traveling allow you to do weekly and how much knowledge do you pick up that you can transfer over to a weekly uh, competition show? Well, as a crew chief it, or working on the car, doing setups, it keeps your mind fresh. Because, you know, over the winter you go in there in the spring and you're like, how do we do this again? The car's loose. What do we do again? And it, it just keeps your mind working. And I feel, you know, back when Casey started traveling more and, you know, we had our success, he was 
I mean, I I think that one year we raced 38 times in my cars and Casey used his own cars. You know, he was up over 50 races. I feel like the driver part of it, that anytime they're behind the wheel is a good thing. And, you know, if, you know, Casey had Craig spotting and, you know, made him learn the lines and stuff like that. And, you know, some of that stuff is going to transfer here. When you're behind the wheel and you're at the racetrack, you know, as crew members or whatever, you you get in a flow and it keeps going. And, you know, sometimes when things are going bad, it keeps going bad. But, you know, hopefully that turns around. And once you get on a roll, man, you just you feel like you're indestructible. And, you know, and you've been doing this three nights this week and it, it just stuff comes so much quicker you oh yeah we did this here you know and um i work with frs shocks jeff cannon a lot you know he has shocks from maine to california and um we work closely with him and i i think you know nick and max's are a little bit behind on shocks we've talked as, as a group but you know having an adversary like that is really going to help our program I've worked, you know, with him since I think 17 on stuff. And, you know, like, like I said, them, the shocks that were on, you know, the travel car with Chad Butts driving, you know, them were kind of something that him and I were working on together and we had it pretty close. So, you know, just learning stuff and, you know, sometimes if, you aren't in the middle of a championship, you can experiment a little bit when you're traveling or, oh, you know, we've never did this, but I think it's really going to work. Or, you know, if three of us have some ideas, maybe you do that in a traveling race or a practice, you know, and you just learn so much, you know, if you try 10 things, eight of them don't work, but them two might really, really help at the end of a 50 lap run or something. So you, you just, you're around it more, you learn more, and you're just quicker on adjustments and quicker on everything. And it, I feel it helps the drivers a ton. If once a week is almost not enough, but in this sport, it's so expensive. It's, <laughs> it's hard to do more than once a week and then time, you know, I, when trickle and them guys ran six nights a week, I don't like, I literally don't even understand that right now. I, you know, and it's hard enough when with a small crew to do one night a week, you know, you know, Max pretty much works by himself to do a Thursday night program, and it's every night in the shop. It, it's not fun. And, you know, he's a little younger than me, and he wants to start family and et cetera. I mean, that is not fun at all. So, you know, I'm at a little different. My, my daughter's gone, and I have grandkids already. Like, I live in the shop. I, I'm there seven nights a week during the summer. That, but that's just how my life is right now. But that's where your victories come from, yeah. from, from the shop. Yeah, that's hopefully it, it. That's the preparation is the key. And, you know, when you can travel a little bit or even if, you know, we practice a little bit more, it seems like practicing Tuesday night has always made us go slower unless we have a specific idea that we're going for. And then we just learn how the, okay, it did this versus just going there on Tuesday night and trying to gain speed. It seems that we always go slower on Thursday night. That's been my experience. And it's kind of been echoed by both of these guys when they said it. If you destroyed a car or something, 
or you're really, really struggling, Tuesday nights are a good thing. But historically, we okay, we got one idea. We go to the track. We turn 10 laps. It did this. You load up and go back home because you just dial yourself right out, which is weird. I never understood that. But everybody says it, so I don't know. But, yeah, traveling is, I don't know, it's very expensive, but sometimes it's a lot of fun, too. If, especially if it's a two-day show or something, you all get to go out to eat, you know, get to know each other better. You rely on each other more than, you know, it's kind of you against the world. And you might not know everybody when you go travel. Like, we have a lot of fun when we go to Oktoberfest. I mean, we go across the street and, you know, sometimes we close the bars down, but that happens once in a while. <laughs> That's what it's about. you yep. got to have a little bit of fun with this. Yeah. Well, our motto is work hard, play hard. That's how we've always kind of did it. So, Talking a lot about the shop, we got a crewman here tonight, Wayne Passelt, uh, also turned driver now the last few seasons. Wayne, you kind of hit the road run in that first year. Struggled a little bit last year, but you did make it to victory lane at the end, even if you did stand me up there in the middle. <laughs> One time. <laughs> I had a sophomore slump, uh, for sure. But uh, getting a lot more confident in the car, that kind of cost me this year a couple times. So uh, looking forward to next year. A little more patient. The car is fast. I know it's fast. Driver's just got to relax and... Uh, drive it to the front so hopefully we have a good year a better year this year excited to get Dennis back on the radio and told him it's a remote control car you're driving it just tell me where to go that's a uh, growing class out there the quarter mile late models it seems to grow every year it gets tougher every year talk about the competition of it growing each year that you've been in it yeah it sounds like this year they got a bunch a couple new cars that I know for sure I think they had to mine putting a car together. I know Brazen said he was putting a car together. Um, and I'm sure there's a couple others that I don't know about, but, uh, yeah, there's a couple new sponsors coming on board. I heard, uh, through Dennis at a meeting. So sounds like the pay will get a little better. So that'll help. Uh, yeah, it's for sure a growing series. There's large inverts in all of racing, really at local level, but in the quarter mile late model, when you guys are that close on a flat small track like that that makes it a lot more difficult yeah yeah we're basically racing rocket chips on a kitchen table there you got 10 inch <laughs> tires yeah it's a 602 with only 350 horse but it's they're fast we're turning you know 14 second almost or not quite 14 sevens 15 second laps on a quarter mile circle it's it happens fast so things happen fast and uh yeah it'll be exciting what are you looking forward to being a crewman with Maxwell coming on, Nick uh, helping all the, all of those guys as well? I like these guys. I've been friends with Nick for quite a while through business and uh, known Max for a while too. And uh, I know they're both competitive, very competitive, and they want to win. And that's what we're about with Chase. Uh, we want to win features and uh, we'll either scream at each other or be partying like <laughs> rock stars that's what this team is gonna be i have a feeling you know so looking forward to it what are the expectations this year and i'll pull you all in and you all can give your answer i hear champion nothing short of a championship is the expectation i also hear you say we're kind of starting back at ground level so what are each of your uh, expectations here 
I guess I'll go first. The championship, I guess, is the ultimate goal, but, you know, we just got to do the championship formula from lap one. Um, get in the dash every week, move forward in the future. It's as simple as that at Kakana. But as you just said, the inverts are huge. The better you qualify, the harder it is to win a feature. But, you know, there, I, I feel deep down there will be two or three nights where we'll be the dominant car and we'll go to the front and hopefully we can get a win that night and, you know, one the three feature wins and be in the dash every night. Points, we'll see where it ends up. You know, one, <laughs> we lost a championship with a battery cable breaking one year and, you know, some stuff just happens, but, you know, some stuff you can control too with preparation in the shop, as Mark said, and, you know, just, you got to keep working at it. So that would be my goals. I mean, mine's about this, mine's the same. I mean, you, whenever you, you sign up to race all year, your goal is a championship. I'm never the guy that's going to sit here and be like, I'm going to win the championship. We'll have it wrapped up at this point. Cause I've been in this sport way too long. Like Dennis just alluded, anything can happen. You know, a small thing could take you out. So, same thing. You know, you qualify in the dash every week, and you run as good as you can, and you let the points shake out they may. You know, my your goal is go for a championship, and then the final night to have a striking chance at the championship. Wherever that is, if you're in the lead, if you're 10 points back, 30 points back, as long as you can go into the final night at a chance at it, that's, I feel, that's all you can ask for. Hopefully... Obviously, you're your number one spot, and you got a lead in it. But we've all been around this too long, and you just you don't know. But yeah, whatever you sign up to race all year, at this at this point in both of our careers, you want to go win that because otherwise that's that's the only reason. And otherwise, you race here and there, and then you go for wins. But racing all year, it's trying to go for the big one at the end. Uh, for me, it's consistency and seat time. That's my biggest thing. I say. Uh, looking at Dennis and Max, and I truly mean this, uh, they have forgotten more about racing than I know about racing. So I have a hectic life, and I'm looking forward to having some consistency and just getting more seat time. You know, anybody that's watched the 24 car on the track, we've had weeks we've moved forward, and we've had weeks we've moved backwards. So just consistency is the biggest thing I'm looking for and trying to learn. Who's the sponsors that's going to make it all work this year for you? Can I call my wife in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because she'll have more of a list than I will. But the first one is, you know, Valley Gasket. Has, Benny has been with me forever. I think he's even sponsored this program. Um, P. Van Zeelen has been, you know, he's painted every body panel I've ever put on when it became Chase Motorsports. Um, he was actually picking some stuff up. Last night for me, he, he's a great guy. If you need any business, please go to him. And um, you know, Marty Nassbaum has helped me out a ton. I'm in his shop. So them are the three main guys. Julie can go through the rest of the lifts. I was obviously with Nick's business is coming on now. Um, and you know, Max Owens business, or Max's dad's own businesses too. So I'll let them guys go through theirs. Yeah, so we'll have Shindig Wapaka back with us this year. I'm going to try to talk um, Carolyn into maybe coming out and do some face painting on the kids one night with maybe little black and white checkered flags and things like that. I'm um, pretty sure Deermeyer Realty Group's coming back. Um, Allstate, Kevin Hyden has committed to coming back again this year. 
and Clue Family Repair, I'm fairly certain, will be back on my car this year. So we've had the same sponsors for years. We're not a team that goes out and gets tons of sponsors, but we've got a very, very devoted group of sponsors, and they have been there for us and have supported us through all of our ups and downs, and it's great to have them all back on the car this year. We're going to do some fun giveaways. I'm sure I'm betting Pete Bansley will do apparel giveaway this year. I, we've changed the logo, so we're going to do, try to do some fun things this year. Nick and Maxwell, do you want to comment on your businesses coming on board with the partnership? Yeah, I mean, the world has been different since the COVID period, and uh, small businesses now more than ever, it's hard to justify spending valuable resources on uh, things that might not have a return. But anybody that's seen the Foxy's towing logo at WIR knows I've definitely been a huge advocate of short track racing locally. And uh, for me, it's... it's uh, it's awesome. I love it. Uh, it's my, uh, my, my, my addiction is racing and supporting those that do racing. And, and uh, you know, I love being a part of it. And I think this is the right, the right way for me to allocate some of my business's extra funds to this setup we have going on. Yeah, then my, uh, my dad came on board um, with Bob's Classic Restoration. Obviously, he's my mom has supported all my racing so for so long that uh, they've also continued on with this. So that is uh, who we're who we're bringing along. Julie, you mentioned uh, logo change here. Uh, is the car going to look different? Tell us a little bit about the the logo change as well. Well, I've tried for years to get the car to to have a few changes, but Dennis <laughs> likes the tried and true. So I have no doubt you will see the exact same car out on the track. Pete does such a great job with the painting and the bodywork, and Jason Schultz does all of our vinyl for us and our apparel, and I'm sure he'll be doing that again this year. So I'm sure you will see the same 47 that you've always seen. We've got to make room for some new sponsors this year though, so maybe some rearranging of some of our vinyl. I want to end with this, uh, the commitment of racing, and Julie, this might be more of a question for you because it uh, seems like a big commitment for the spouse having your spouse away working in the shop seven days a week as he just said um but i really want to get all everyone's opinion too i'll start with you julie the commitment of racing can you talk a little bit about the challenges of that and what it takes so it's definitely a challenge just and I, I i can see where it's hard on young couples um dennis and i are older so we don't need to you know be together every single night of the week but i always tell everybody in 2000 and I don't even know what year it was we weren't married yet and he said to me how would you feel if i bought into a race car and my response was, we're not married, do whatever you want. If I had only known <laughs> that this is what it would turn into, I might have said something different that night. But it has become such a huge part of our lives that I can't even imagine not having it there. We've made so many great friends. We've traveled to places that I never thought we would travel. I never set foot on a racetrack until I met him. I used to go to Kakana at 8 o'clock to watch the Super Late feature when we were dating, and then I would go back home because I, I just hated all the, all the extra, but now I love it. I love seeing our fans up in the stands wearing shirts, our, our apparel. I love walking around, all the fans know me. They say, hey, aren't you the Facebook lady? Because I do a lot of videos on our page, and it's just become, it, it's, it's become a family to us. And I mean, you guys, we've seen you at Snowball Derby, you know, all the way across the country, and here we are, people from Appleton. So I, I, I can't imagine it, but the commitment is tough. So he is, he is right when he's gone seven nights a week, and it's, it's very tough. Um, I volunteer some nights so I can have something in my life, too. And I just think that's important for the spouses that are left at home. 
but I think it's such a great thing to get your kids. I mean, we're already looking forward to putting our grandson in a little go-kart in a few years, you know, and having him come sit in the car as soon as he's big enough. So it's, it's um, yeah, I can't imagine us not having this in our lives, but, the, but, but it takes commitment to be a winning team. And I think I had to accept that years ago, that if we're going to win, then I know he's gotta be in that shop. Anyone else want to chime in on the commitment? I mean, it, it is a big, you know, it's a big thing. I know that from the time we put in and that uh, it was easier, bef you know, before I was married. And uh, I think that was a big thing in 21 when we last ran. Like, you know, Jenna was Jenna's at home. You felt bad about that because, you know, I didn't have that before, you know. So that was... A little bit of the the change even going into 22 taking that break is kind of reevaluating where everything was at so yeah it's a big um i know it like I've, I've been through it long enough i mean it's it's a lot of time you usually get to about august and you're like this is one of the dumbest things you could do to a person <laughs> you know it's a beautiful 65 degree night you know you're like i could be sitting out by fire like golfing doing anything you know but uh, but then come around like about October, November, you're like, man, I miss racing. You know, it's just one of those competitive. You know, one year in 2020 when we uh, when we got married, we didn't race a full year. And I remember sitting at I wasn't at the last night, and I remember watching on my phone. I'm like, I we need to go race it next year. You know, it's championship night. You had that that kind of drive and stuff like that. And then we came back and we did it. But it's a it's a big commitment. But at the end, it's all worth it. I was, I, like Julie said, it's family for us. I mean, you know, there has been some experiences with, you know, people that hate us now or love us now or whatever. I mean, we've had some, you know, we went to Elko, Minnesota one year and, you know, every pretty much every year at lacrosse. And, you know, like when we go down the Snowball Derby, we see people from Wisconsin and you may not even talk to them up here, but is down there you talk to them like they're family and you know it it's just been i don't know they're it, it's a big dysfunctional family and <laughs> uh, you know there's people don't get along but there's people that you know i mean you make friendships forever you know for the most part i still talk to all the former drivers i, I mean there's different crew members that we've talked to people that we've met you know people you meet one time and you still, you'll see them at Snowball Derby and you'll be like, oh, I mean, you, know, you can strike up a, a conversation with them. It's it just, like I said, it's a big dysfunctional family, the super late racing or even, you know, even the grassroots racing. It, it's, that's what it is. And anybody outside of it probably don't understand it. But once you get in it, it's like you can't get out of it no matter what you do. <laughs> Well, I think that's a great way to end on it, a positive of, of the commitment as well. Uh, I would just want to say congratulations on the announcement here. It's very exciting for you guys. I want to say thank you, too, for having us uh, do this along with you. Well, thank you thank for coming you. over. Yeah, yeah. Good, luck. good luck on the season. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Mark, we were excited going into that announcement with Chase Motorsports announcing that Maxwell Schultz will be driving the car and also a partnership with Nick Van and Van Luther Motorsports. So, you know, we mentioned they have a great pedigree of championships. 
behind all of them there. You know, Maxwell, we mentioned, was the 2021 weekly super late model champ. Didn't really race a whole lot last year. Also has two red, white, and blue championships in 2014-2019. Chase Motorsports, uh, again, another great pedigree, winning 18 and 19 weekly super late model championships at WIR. And then the 2016 and 2020 red, white, and blue championships, in addition to a few Tundra and Arca Midwest Tour championships. And, you know, Nick Van has been very impressive right out the gate, too. So, Kind of a cool uh, meshing of people and teams coming on here. I think that's going to be a fun team, man, to hang around with afterwards. And good to see Maxwell going to have the steering wheel full season. I'm excited for that. So, uh, yeah, that's a championship driver that's going on there. So, yeah, that's going to be a fun team to really uh, watch in 23. And, you know, the traveling part of it will be cool, too, with Maxwell traveling a little bit more. We've seen him up at Oktoberfest at Lacrosse Speedway. Uh, does very well there. Now he'll get to dip his toes in a little bit more of uh, traveling, going to the Dells potentially and, and other tracks. That's going to be interesting to watch as well. Yeah, absolutely. So that's something we'll look forward to here in 23. Absolutely. It was, uh, it was a great interview. Thank you to Chase Motorsports, uh, Nick Van, Maxwell Schultz, everyone for joining. Wayne Paselt was on there, part of that crew, uh, for having us. It's always a joy to get together with them and uh, if anyone else is looking to announce anything or just talk racing as far as short track drivers and teams go, certainly reach out to us and let us know, and we're going to reach out to a few teams as well. Yeah, and that would be fun too, man. We could go around and go around the, the, the valley here and talk to some drivers, and hopefully we'll get some people that will be interested. We'll come on over and uh, talk racing, my favorite part, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, Mark, thank you again, and hey, We'll talk to you hey soon. Hey, man, we're in January, man. <laughs> I tell you, the 24th of Daytona is around. The season's about ready to kick off, so getting excited, man, getting ready to go. Yeah, the 24th starting, that's kind of how we view racing starting. Even though the Chili Bowl was a few weeks ago, when you see the 24th, you know it's right around the corner. You betcha, and I'm, I'm excited, man. Get football <laughs> over with. Get the Super Bowl <laughs> over with so we can go racing. <laughs> that's right. Uh, all right, buddy. Hey, we'll talk to you soon. All right, man. See ya. This has been a production of Lore Sports. Hope you all enjoyed it and thank you for listening.